I'm Paul Wagner. Join me as I dig deep into the mysterious case of the Potomac River Rapist. Listen to Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's award-winning American Nightmare podcast series, available now wherever you get your podcasts. First move, D.C. school bus driver is arrested for drunk driving while returning a busload of students from a field trip this week. Two crashes only minutes apart involving school buses in one area county. I'm Mike Marilla. Mixed day on Wall Street, the Dow was up almost 200 points. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Liberty Mutual Insurance. I'm Tom Foti in Washington. The world's richest man tweets that the bird is freed, by which Elon Musk apparently means the social media giant Twitter bird, which he does now control. If you think about Elon Musk loves to put on a show, right? Everyone should have their popcorn ready at this point. Uh, I imagine that over the weekend, we'll probably see uh, him make some dramatic moves around stuff like moderation. Possibly he's made it clear he wants to invite President Donald Trump back on the platform. Ian Shore is editor-at-large of the tech website CNET. With investigations still underway of the Uvalde, Texas Elementary School massacre, there was a contentious public safety commission meeting in Austin. Some Uvalde parents were calling for the resignation of the head of the state's major police agency, that is the Texas Department of Public Safety. At this point, Colonel Stephen McCraw says no, he is not leaving. Correspondent Janet Shamlian. One family member, Jesse Rizzo, blaming DPS on what he called continued misinformation that he said was tearing the community apart. He said, our town is divided, our teachers feel betrayed. Some family members don't even speak to each other. McCraw defiant, saying that it was not a failure of DPS. Despite the presence of some signs to the contrary, like employment and advertising cutbacks, an important government report shows something of an economic bounce back in the third quarter of the year. The report shows the economy grew at a rate of 2.6% from July through September. Bob Dahl, the chief investment officer at Crossmark Global Investments, says this shows the economy is not currently in a recession. The issue now is whether the Fed will continue to hike interest rates. The jury is out. If the Fed insists on 2% inflation, they have a a lot of work in front of them, and that will cause a recession. Lindy Kenyon, CBS News, Washington. News from overseas now. Russian President Putin claims Moscow has no intention of using nuclear weapons in Ukraine. That in a speech covered by the BBC, Steve Rosenberg. He claimed he had never talked about using nuclear weapons in the Ukraine conflict. And yet, since Russia invaded Ukraine, on several occasions, President Putin has dropped unsubtle hints that he would be prepared to use all the weapons in Russia's arsenal. And he issued this prediction, that the coming decade would be the most dangerous and unpredictable since the end of the Second World War. The South Korean military reports that North Korea has fired two more short-range ballistic missiles off its east coast. That the latest in a series of launches that have rattled its neighbors in Washington fears that North Korea is preparing for its first nuclear test in years. This Liberty Mutual customizes your car and home insurance so you only pay for what you need. Visit LibertyMutual.com to learn more. Caring for atrial fibrillation requires a team of medical specialists working in rhythm to create the best treatment plan for your unique risk factors. At ANOVA, our integrated AFib team works together to provide personalized care that is proven to achieve the best results. We work in sync to make sure your heart beats in regular rhythm. Schedule your AFib consult today 
at anova.org slash heartbeat. WTLP at 403. Good Friday morning, October 28th. Welcome into WTLP. It'll be partly sunny, cool this Friday. Highs reaching the 50s and 60s in parts of the region. We're at 47 in our nation's capital right now. Good morning to you. I'm Dean Lane. We thank you for taking us long for your Friday morning ride. Topping the local stories we are looking at for you this morning as we head into this day together, a D.C. school bus driver is formally charged this morning with driving while intoxicated and endangering students on his bus. Fairfax County Police say it all happened as students from Merch Elementary were being bused back to school Thursday after a field trip to a pumpkin patch in Centerville. Police say the driver veered off the road at the time, blew a tire before staff convinced him to pull over. Spokesperson with Fairfax County Police says the school bus was carrying at the time 44 children and four staff members. Troy Reynolds, 48, of Oxon Hill, Maryland, drove the bus that went off the road. The officers who responded quickly realized that Reynolds smelled of alcohol. Reynolds was arrested for driving while intoxicated and transported to the Fairfax County Adult Detention Center. Police say this morning the driver's blood alcohol level at the time was more than two times the legal limit. Reynolds has a prior DUI and was cited for not having a valid commercial driver's license as well. Police also apparently cited two additional bus drivers on scene for not having valid commercial driver's licenses. Several people were hurt in another situation during two separate crashes also involving school buses in Charles County. It was shortly after two when a bus with students from Robert D. Steedham Educational Center was involved in a crash at the intersection of Marshall Corner Road and Crane Highway in White Plains. The Charles County Sheriff's Office says several people in the cars had serious injuries. The county school system says seven students and a bus driver were evaluated at the hospital, but they were not hurt. Then just over a half hour later, a second bus was in a crash with two cars on US 301 in Waldorf. Some of the students from Thomas Stone High School reported minor injuries. Right now, what led to both crashes is still under investigation. Mike Marillo, WTOP News. Looks like here THC gummies are to blame for making seven students sick at a local Fairfax County Middle School, Liberty Middle to be exact. THC, we remind, is the main psychoactive compound that you find in marijuana. In a letter to parents this week, the principal says the student's symptoms at the time included vomiting, dizziness, dizziness and slurred speech. Three students were taken to hospitals for treatment. The rest were treated at school or sent home. Principal says they will use this as a teachable moment. There's a delay in when the proposed policies for transgender students locally in Virginia will go into effect. The state says the effective date has been pushed back to at least November 26th now. Spokesman telling WTOP this week the policies will not be final until a review is complete and the state superintendent approves that final version. Now, under these new guidelines, students who want to be addressed at school by a name or pronoun that differs from their official record would have to get permission directly from their parents first. It's 4.06 on your Friday morning. The Potomac River is the main drinking water supply in our area. And WTOP has learned the stream flow is now so low that it requires daily drought monitoring. When the flow of the Potomac River dips below 2,000 cubic feet per second at Point of Rocks, Maryland, that triggers daily drought monitoring. And that monitoring has been going on since Sunday. We're not yet at a level where we're risking not meeting water demands. Terry Schultz with the Interstate Commission on the Potomac River Basin coordinates how the three local water suppliers share the Potomac. She says says there are three reservoirs upstream that could be released if the Potomac's flow gets too low. The last time we made releases was 2010. 
but she says the monitoring helps to maintain the reliability of the water system. Neil Loggenstein, WTLP News. This Friday through Monday, it's Marlowe Furniture's spectacular monster savings event. The sale you just can't miss. Save 55% off all furniture store-wide and financing options for every credit type. Every Marlowe living room, dining room, and bedroom. Decorate now with 48 months no interest financing. Marlowe has a monster selection in stock with fast delivery. Shop Marlowe's spectacular monster savings and save 55% off all furniture. Plus, 48 months no interest financing. Friday through Monday only at Marlowe Furniture with the area's largest showrooms under one roof since 1955. Good morning. Welcome in. Glad you're with us here at WTOP Friday morning, October 28th. You're with Dean Lane on WTOP. It's 408. Slow or clogged drains? Call Michael and Son and get $100 off at train cleaning today. Driving and weather on the 8th and when it breaks through the overnight early morning hours, guaranteed. Good morning to Rich Hunter with us in the WTOP Traffic Center. All right, Dean, we'll start you off in the district. Still working I-295 North in two locations between Laboratory Road and Malcolm X Avenue. Exits 1 and 2, single left lane gets you by. Then approaching Suitland Parkway, also down to one single lane to the left of the work zone. Southbound I-295 approaching Suitland Parkway, down to a single right lane there as, uh, as a result of more work. Now, on DC 295, the work that was northbound near Eastern Avenue cleared some time ago. Southbound side looks good, headed into town early. Uh, no issues as of late. Report along Suitland Parkway, South Capitol Street, New York Avenue, from northeast to northwest, also moving well. Uh, good news if you're traveling on the outer loop of the Beltway coming out of Maryland into Virginia uh, from Bethesda toward McLean. Uh, they have begun to pick up the work on the outer loop, the work zone that begins after River Road. Extends across the Legion Bridge and had all gone all the way over to Georgetown Pike, the bridge over the Beltway. But again, they are backing up uh, slowly. So again, it looks like they're getting close to getting back to the American Legion Bridge. So you still have about a mile of uh, work zone to pick up yet. But at least they've begun the process. Beyond that, the outer loop ramp to go west on 66 have been closed as a result of overnight work. You were diverted to Arlington Boulevard as a result. Still working on the inner loop as you head uh, toward Arlington Boulevard and continuing toward I-66. Again, single file right gets you by, but the good news is uh, all that uh, overhead sign work where they had the, the bucket trucks and uh, cranes, they have been moved out of the roadway, so no more stoppages, hopefully, in that work zone. Visit Fitzmall.com to find a safe used car. Fitzgerald is hundreds of cars, trucks, and SUVs. Next to a new car, Fitzway used cars best. Visit Fitzmall.com today. Rich Hunter, WTOB Traffic. Well, your Friday starting off on a cool note. Temperatures in the upper 30s to low 40s by sunrise. Now, as we make our way through the afternoon, temperatures only getting into the mid to upper 50s. And unlike our Thursday, well, we'll see plenty of clouds. Those clouds moving back in and increasing during the day. Highs only around 59 in the city. On Saturday, clouds early but sun late. Highs in the upper 50s to low 60s. Sunday, we'll see clouds on the increase once again with highs upper 50s to low 60s. And on Monday, Halloween, tracking a pretty good chance for showers. I'm Storm Team 4, Chief Meteorologist Doug Cameron. You're waking up to a bit of a chill this early morning. 49 at the wharf in D.C. as well in Oxon Hill. 42 Sterling, 47 and holding in our nation's capital. 4 a.m. hour, Friday morning. October 28th, 2022. Glad you're with us here at WTLP this early morning. Brought to you this check by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. From Washington to Kiev, updates on Russia's invasion of Ukraine, 24-7-365, 103.5 FM at WTOP.com. The very latest in just moments here on WTOP. It's 411. 
There has been a certain level of trust when you let a contractor into your home to do work for you, but a contractor from Maryland locally apparently violated that trust, and now he's charged with voyeurism this morning. Back in June, the victim hired 41-year-old Eddie Jerome of Hyattsville to do some work in her home in southwest D.C. near the wharf. That same week, the victim called police to say she found a camera hidden in the bathroom that her and her daughter both change in. The arrest warrant filed by police says that a file on a removable memory card even showed Jerome trying to hide the camera in different parts of the bathroom. A September search of his phone showed it had been wiped clean and reset while one of two computers was no longer working. The other was clean. John Dome in WTOP News. If you've managed to stop smoking, you know it's very, very tough to do. And some Maryland researchers think so-called magic mushrooms out there could make it easier to quit. There's a number of forms of addiction, including tobacco addiction, that appear to be sensitive to this intervention. Matthew Johnson, a professor of psychiatry at Johns Hopkins University, will lead a study that looks at whether psilocybin, the psychedelic compound in magic mushrooms, can help smokers quit. The study will include about 70 participants. They lay on the couch, we're playing music, and they're wearing eye shades. It's being funded through a $4 million grant from the National Institutes of Health, and Johnson says it's the first time in about 50 years that such a study involving psychedelic drugs is getting federal funding. Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. Out of the war in Ukraine, Russian President Vladimir Putin continuing this week to push the narrative that Ukraine is preparing to use a dirty bomb he says the U.N.'s atomic agency should inspect Ukraine's nuclear sites as fast as possible. There is no evidence that Ukraine is planning anything like this. The military officials there and in other countries think Russia's actually planning to do it as a false flag operation. This morning, WTOP National Security Correspondent J.J. Green with the latest. A dirty bomb is a conventional bomb laced with radioactive, biological, or chemical materials which are spread in an explosion. Putin claims that Kiev is planning to use one and doing, in his words, everything to cover up traces of preparation. He had given his defense minister, Sergei Shoigu, the order to call all of his colleagues and inform them of the plan. Shoigu called Secretary of Defense Lloyd Austin on Sunday, and over the past week he repeated those allegations in calls with numerous other counterparts, including those from France, the UK, China, and India. Most of them recognize that it's disinformation because there is some credible, or rather incredible, technology watching this situation very carefully from the sky, satellites, etc. Bottom line, according to Western intelligence sources, Putin is flailing but trying to deflect criticism at home and abroad by blaming Ukraine for doing or planning to do something like this, but it doesn't appear to be working. Let's stay with the discussion of nuclear weapons, J.J. Putin seemed to backtrack on threats he's made to use nukes. Uh, where exactly does he stand to the extent that we can even tell with this particular leader? That's a very good point, Dimitri. It is not easy to figure out where he stands in part because this is disinformation again. This is what he said from the very beginning. One thing one day and one thing another day and they never seem to line up. This is playbook. This is textbook Russian disinformation and information warfare to keep the opponent off guard. And you might pay close attention to this because in a few days someone from the Russian government might again trot out this talking point about using nuclear weapons. It's all designed to do three things. One, to make the Ukrainians afraid, to keep the West guessing about what Russia is going to do and to assure essentially the world that Russia does have nuclear weapons and they might just use them at some point of their choosing.
For the very latest of the war between Russia and Ukraine, WTOP's own national security correspondent J.J. Green talking with Hillary Dimitri. You are listening to 103.5 FM at WTOP.com. Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. Good Friday morning, October 28th, 4:15, and Rob. The Capitals' two-game win streak ended with a two-nothing loss in Dallas in the second leg of their road trip. Now the stats say it was a pretty even game, Coach Peter Laviolette. But what happened on the ice? They were aggressive. They pressed out quite a bit and pushed on us and made it a little bit more difficult. You know, you get some looks again. You're firing pucks in there and you're looking for redirects and tips and rebounds, and it doesn't drop for you tonight. Virginia Tech was a heavy underdog at NC State, but ended up blowing an 18-point lead in a 22-21 loss to the 24th-ranked Wolfpack, the Hokies' fifth straight defeat. The Baltimore Ravens returned to the side of their first Super Bowl victory and beat the Tampa Bay Buccaneers 27-22 with Lamar Jackson now dueling Tom Brady to improve to 5-3 on the season. Speaking of quarterbacks, the Washington Commanders are getting ready for the unknown in Indianapolis Sunday facing Sam Ellinger in the first regular season starts for the kid. Who is he, Ron Rivera? Young guy, got a terrific arm, very headsy, smart player. He's got a good feel for the game. When you watch his preseason stuff, you watch some of the stuff back from college. I went back and looked at the reports on him. This is a guy that has a good sense and feel for running the RPOs. He also has a really good feel for as a runner himself. But why does George Wallace say? I think with Ellinger playing in this game, it takes Washington's chances of winning down. We delve into that and whether Carson Wentz is permanently done as Washington's quarterback in this week's D.C. Sports Huddle on WTOP.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Rob Woodfork, WTOP Sports. Thanks, Rob. 417 on WTOP Friday morning, October 28th. Among the top stories we're following for you, what's official this morning, billionaire Elon Musk has taken control of Twitter. The Washington Post reports Musk fired several top Twitter executives in this $44 billion deal, it was his first move. Optimism from President Joe Biden this week that the student loan forgiveness program will be held in the, held upheld, that is, in the courts. The House Select Committee investigating the January 6th attack on the Capitol is planning to interview again some key Secret Service officials and agents in the coming weeks, we're told. Stay with WTOP for more on these developing stories. Before you next time use your credit or debit card at a cash register or ATM, police want you to take a really good look at that card reader you're using. This month, card skimmers, those devices that can steal information from your credit or debit card, have been discovered in D.C. and Prince George's County. The police in Prince George's say they found three skimmers at registers inside three retail stores last week alone. So no matter whether you're at a gas station, an ATM location, or inside a store, take a closer look at the card reader before paying. Are the keys on the keyboard raised and uneven? Tug at it. Does it feel loose? And if you spot a problem, tell the store staff and do notify police. They have a number of ongoing investigations into the discovery of the skimmers. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. Friday morning, October 28th, 418. Good morning. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks. Good morning to Rich Hunter in the WTOP Traffic Center. Hi, good morning, Dean. Continuing to pick up the work on the outer loop of the Bellway Shed south of River Road. Uh, toward the American Legion Bridge, again, stay left to get by. You should have at least two left lanes getting by now, but again, just be careful uh, as they continue to pick up this lengthy work zone on the inner loop of the Beltway. Still working as you approach Arlington Boulevard, continuing toward I-66, getting by single file to the right. Again, most of the equipment out of the roadway, so hopefully that means they're in process of getting that picked up and cleared as well. Uh, so just be aware. Now, 
If you're traveling on U.S. 50 in Annapolis, westbound, as you head west to Baydale Drive toward the beginning of the Seven River Bridge, beginning by that milling and paving project in one single lane uh, to the left. But as of late, delays have been brief. Uh, looks like they picked up the overnight work on the westbound span of the Bay Bridge. That has been reopened. So you've got three lanes westbound, two lanes eastbound, and no delay in either direction on the Bay Bridge. Now, if you're traveling 270 south, works on your 85 Bucky's Town Pike gone. After that, nothing else anyway. Headed toward the Bellway with I-95 and the Baltimore-Washington Parkway in good shape as well. The overnight work that was southbound near the south entrance to the Baltimore Bellway exit 49, that also wrapped up and cleared. Rich Hunter, WTOP Traffic. Oh, your Friday starting off on a cool note. Many areas, upper 30s to low 40s, getting out to the bus stop or getting into uh, work there. High temperatures in the afternoon, only in the 50s. So it's going to be a cool afternoon. Plenty of cloud cover, too, developing. On Saturday, we'll see clouds early, sunshine in the afternoon with highs in the upper 50s to low 60s. I'm Storm Team 4, Chief Meteorologist Doug Cameron. You're waking up to 49 degrees in Tyson's Corner, 53 in Crofton, 49 Lafon Plaza. We're looking at 47 and holding at our nation's capital. This latest check brought to you here on WTLP by Nula Comb Design. The roofing experts call 1-800-279-5300. That's 1-800-279-5300 for nulacombdesign.com. Check them out. Good morning. Welcome into WTLP. Why health officials are encouraging you to get that booster shot before Turkey Day. That's coming up next as we turn to the medical page on WTOP. To understand what makes Diamonds Direct so different than other jewelry stores, you have to go back 60 years, when a diamond cutter in Israel became well-known for his exceptional craftsmanship. His diamond cutting business flourished for decades. Then his sons got involved and started selling these exceptional diamonds to upscale jewelry stores here in America. Then, after a few years, these wholesalers changed the game and started selling these precious diamonds direct to the public at the same prices they had sold to the jewelry stores. The no middleman concept became an instant success and Diamonds Direct was born. Today, Diamonds Direct provides that extraordinary value to people all over America, leading the industry with the highest quality diamonds that still come straight from the best cutters, offered at the guaranteed best prices, period. Diamonds Direct, a truly revolutionary concept with a unique history rooted in quality, committed to excellence, and always focused on value. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. DiamondsDirect.com. You're with WTOP and Dean Lane. This is WTOP News. The Biden administration now urging all Americans to roll up their sleeves and get that new COVID booster shot before Thanksgiving. The president got his earlier this week. But apparently two small early studies published this week indicate that this new Omicron booster may not offer any better protection than the original. The separate studies were done by scientists at Columbia and Harvard universities, and neither has been peer-reviewed. This morning, CBS News medical contributor Dr. David Agus with more for us. No matter what the booster, getting a booster dramatically increases immunity. So if you are uh, five or six months out, you need a booster period. The new boosters, what they do is they have a broader immunity because it's a different spike protein. It's that of Omicron, BA4 and BA5. These studies looked at antibody response, which is a small component of response. It's not the T-cell response. The T-cells are the dominant way we protect against them. So while these studies are a piece of data, I would take them of that as a piece of data. I think 
What's really important is that we have immunity at a high level, which the booster will do, and that it's broader immunity, which this booster will do. I am still dramatically in favor of getting this new booster. Are you concerned that these two small studies will further impact people not to get boosted? Yes, yes, and yes, um, unfortunately, is that there's a notion here, well, I already had COVID, therefore I don't need a booster. There's a notion I had a booster a long time ago, I don't need another one. And there's COVID fatigue. And you couple that with, again, these kind of studies that are non-peer reviewed, that are a tiny piece of the puzzle and don't reflect the big picture. We need to step up as a country. We as a country are the one of the lowest in developed countries around the world in terms of getting a booster. And I think that's important. As we go into the fall with influenza happening, RSV happening in children, lots of people being hospitalized. We need to keep COVID hospitalization and serious illnesses down, and the way we do that is through this booster. BA5 is still the dominant Omicron strain here in the U.S., as we understand, but other variants are spreading overseas. They're starting to show up here, too. New York, among other cities. What are you learning about those? Everything you got to blame on New York, right? That's <laughs> no, certainly not. That's Although my homeland. It's tempting <laughs> sometimes. So, yeah, I mean, there's a derivative, a, a sub-variant, if you will, of BA5 that is starting to go up, and it's about 15% of cases in this country. And then there's some other Omicron variants. And we're going to see this wave of different variants happening over the next several months. And as we move indoors, as the temperatures go down, it makes it easier for this virus to spread. And we're certainly worried about increase of number of cases. Pediatric ICUs are full from influenza and RSV. And emergency rooms now have significant weights. If we add on that, these new variants in COVID, there's going to be major issues in the country. We need to be able to live with it, get these vaccines. Are you worried? Because people are so over this. They're really depressed. Yeah, I mean, listen, I'm not worried. We're not going to shut down. But I am worried that I don't want people to get seriously ill. And so uh, when you get seriously ill and hospitals are full, no cancer surgery, no heart surgery, et cetera. And we obviously don't want that. So we all have to step up and think of a community. We're not just us. It's our whole community. If we get these boosters, we don't get ill. We don't take up a hospital bed. Things do better. That was CBS News medical contributor, Dr. David Agus, talking there with Dimitri and Hillary. You are listening to 103.5 FM and WTOP.com. With the Price is Right scratcher from the Virginia Lottery, game time is anytime. Hey, one ounce tube of sunscreen, SPF 70. I'm going to say 479, 499. That means it's time to spin the wheel. The Price is Right scratcher from the Virginia Lottery. Scratch to spin the wheel and see if you have the winning bid at the Showcase Showdown. Two games in one with a top prize of 200000 at a retailer near you. Odds of winning top prize in the Price is Right, one in 2040000 WTOP 425. Money News at 25 and 55. Jeff Claybaugh here. The Dow gained another 194 points in Thursday's session, but the Nasdaq lost 178. Facebook stock lost a quarter of its value Thursday and trades at its lowest level since 2016. The government's first read on third quarter economic growth puts GDP at an annual rate of 2.6%, the first quarter for growth this year. Silver Social a bar and upscale restaurant with a terrace overlooking Nats Park just opened. It's above the new Silver Diner. Jeff Clayball, WTOP News. A 3% listing fee doesn't sound like a lot when selling a home. Until it's your money. Cap Center has a much smaller number to consider. It's the number one, as in a 1% listing fee. That works out to an average savings of over $5,000. We can charge less because Cap Center agents are not your typical commission-based realtors. Our salaried team focuses on what really matters. Our clients, like Carlos Sancho, 